danger. It's dangerous. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. most dangerous morning show, DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Made for everybody. I guess that's me. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Yeezy. Hey, good morning, DJ Amy. It's, oh, today's Wednesday, right? No, today's Tuesday. Come on. I know you today's have Wednesday. Wait, you got to get it up. Pause. <laughs> Come on. I there it goes. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. <laughs> yes, today is Wednesday hump day. Good morning, guys. Hey, I was so tired yesterday. I was staying up to watch The Last OG. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing a, a lot of traveling, staying up late all the time. So I was struggling to stay awake. I sent out this tweet last night. Mm-hmm. I looked at it this morning. I was like, what was I talking about? What tweet did you send out? Well, I said I was staying up to, to la- watch The Last OG and to watch Cardi B be the first ever co-host on Jimmy Fallon. Did, uh, did you see any of it? No. Well, Cardi B comes on Monday. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> I was what tired. the heck was wrong with you? Oh, I was so tired. I felt like I was drunk or something, and I was just sitting at home trying to stay up. But I did stay up to watch the last OG, and it was really funny. I'm excited because the show is in Brooklyn. Oh. Where I'm from. Tracy Morgan's in it. He's finally back on TV. Tiffany Haddish is in it. Cedric mm-hmm. the Entertainer's in it. So it's pretty good. Yeah, it was really funny. I'll and Malik Yoba's in the first episode. Okay. I'll watch it tonight. I was... Uh, I was I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much just been just like you. I've been flying all over the place. So I was tired. My body caught up with me last night. I went to sleep at six o'clock. I woke up this morning at at four a.m. All right. I was right. knocked out the whole I day. I wish I would have went to bed at six. I was sitting up all night trying to stay awake. I don't know what's wrong. My with kids me. were jumping on me. I I didn't even I didn't even know anything that was going. On. I was knocked out. Sometimes you need that. Sometimes your body just needs to just. Go down and just relax for a little bit, and that was my time yesterday. And then I, w- I woke up, and I mean, I woke up this morning when I was watching the news. So many crazy things happened yesterday. YouTube, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that in front page news. Yeah, that was the pretty sad. YouTube, that's crazy. Now right, we'll talk about that in more. Charlemagne's here. What up, Charlemagne? What's happening? I've been late every day this week. Yeah, right? you sure have. Hey, just trying to be consistent. Since last man. week. Just trying to be consistent. <laughs> Not since last week. Stop it. I'm just trying to be consistent. <laughs> you're, doing, that's all. you're doing good at it. That's all. You're doing late good. every day this week. I'm trying to be consistent. That's all. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get the show. Cracker front page news is next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. How much Club. money is Migos making off Stir Fry already? I be seeing that in commercials now. I'm sure a whole lot. Movie trailers I'm already. I'm sure a whole lot. It's early for that. But them in the Neptunes. Well, Pharrell. Pharrell produced it. But let's get in some front page news. Now, let's talk about what happened at YouTube yesterday. Yes, there was a woman who actually posted a bizarre online manifesto. She was angry at YouTube. And yesterday, she opened fire at the company's Northern California headquarters. Three people were wounded, and she ended up killing herself. This was at the campus in San Bruno. It all started about 12.45 p.m. That's when she went there, and she started shooting. The victims were two women and a 36-year-old man. They are now recovering, and the man is listed in critical condition. Now, here's some of what she had posted on her website. I'm being discriminated and filtered on YouTube. They age-restricted my ab workout video, a video that has nothing bad in it, nothing sensual. I contacted support team, and they also said the same thing. There are some inappropriate things in your video. Many singers like Nicki Minaj and many others have sensual scenes so inappropriate for children to watch don't get age-restricted. But my videos get age-restricted. She had a workout video? So Nassim Agdam was saying that other people's videos aren't getting restricted, but for some reason her videos are getting restricted. She shot up YouTube because her videos were getting restricted? Yeah. Right, because of censorship. She also was complaining that she wasn't (laughs) making enough money off of YouTube ads by her content. She only got 10 cents for pages that got 300,000 views, according to her. Some of y'all give the internet way too much power over your life. Goodness gracious. There's no way in hell I'm going to go kill people and then lose my own life because YouTube is restricting my videos. Why didn't she go up to YouTube headquarters and ask to speak to somebody? <laughs> ask, to, ask to talk to somebody and figure out why her videos are getting restricted? That would have been now too easy. Now she claimed that she had a workout tutorial. Yeah, and workout she video, she yeah. she posted it. It was unfairly censored because she said of her beliefs. So some people in some reports are saying that she did know at least one of the victims. Other people are saying right now they cannot confirm that she knew any of them or that there was any relationship there. Sheesh. All right. Well, let's, what's is that going a on mental with... health issue? That would have to be.
to be yes, some type of mental that health is a mental issue. Health like something got to be wrong yes, with her, right? Absolutely. Now, don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people who seem to be sane, who let uh, the internet and social media take over their lives. But that's a that's a tad bit uh, over the edge, I would think. A little bit, yeah. You know? Now, let's you talk think? about Spotify. Yes, Spotify trading has begun, and one of the big winners so far in this uh, in this Spotify trading is a Chinese social media and entertainment firm called Tencent, and of course Sony. They're two of the music streaming platform's biggest backers. Tencent holds a 7.5% stake in Spotify. How much do you think that that ended up being worth yesterday? How much? You got to guess. I don't know. 30 million? 30 billion. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Uh, well, no, actually, Spotify's worth $30 billion. Their stake, sorry, is at $2 billion. $2 billion. Yeah, $2 billion is how much they're saying that stake is now uh, valued at. That's a lot of money. It so is. So I don't know what that's going to mean for Spotify or uh, what's going to happen now, but labels are trying to figure out when to sell and how they should share their profits. Mm. All I right, know. and today is the um, 50-year anniversary. I'm okay, 50. Yes, of, yes, Mar- of Martin Luther King Jr.'s shirt, assassination. Steve. Come get my oh, shirt. Have, oh, okay, you have a I'm We saying. Are Selma you know what I mean? Sweatshirt MLK on. leading the march in Selma. Mm-hmm. All right? 50 now, years since he uh, was murdered. Assassinated. A lot of people are in Memphis. They went there uh, starting yesterday. Reverend Jesse Jackson Jr. was there. Other mm-hmm. Chicagoans were there as well. And a lot of people are drawn to the Lorraine Motel, which is where King was assassinated on April 4th in 1968. Wow. All right. All right, well, that's front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or a bad morning and you want to vent, or maybe you want to spread some positivity. Whatever it may be, 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Tiffany from Atlanta. Tiffany from the A. What's Tiffany up, Mama? Good morning. Hey, what's happening? Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. Okay, first of all, I want everyone to follow me on Instagram. It is A-U-T-H-E-N-T-I-C. Okay. Underscore the number four. Okay. I, I like your style. You're focused. You're now, focused. Now, why are you calling us this morning, Mama? To shout out her Instagram, duh. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just feeling really good today. It's a great day in the A. I love the energy that you guys bring to the show. That's what I'm talking about. Did you wake and bake this morning? No, I didn't. I'm just happy. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for being happy, baby. I'm happy that you're happy. What's your question? question? Go ahead, Mama. Okay. As far as streaming, like, if I listen to a song, but I don't listen to the whole song, does that count for the artist? I think you have to listen a minute and 30. That's how it is on radio. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's at least a minute 30. Okay, because I don't be liking to listen to the whole song sometimes. All right, I just wanted to know that. Listen to a minute 30. Get get an artist some money. Why do you care? <laughs> Chandelier. It's Chandler, man. I know I'm just messing with you, Chandler. What's up, bro? Get it hey, off your chest. Uh, first off, Charlotte, man, you gotta set an example and be at work on time, man. Come on, man. Well, well, listen, uh, I've been you... late every day since Monday, so I'm just trying to be consistent. Why start being on time this week? Next week, I got you. Though. Okay, I respect that. I no, respect you can't that. respect that. You can't respect that. Respect consistency. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, I want to apologize to all three of you guys because I was doubting the shy, and I just got hit to it two days ago. I'm on. I'm on episode seven, and oh my god! Oh, okay, so you get to watch the whole entire season at once. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Oh man, when he seen his girl at that that cookout. With all right. All right. Dude. All right. There's people out there. I'm sure. That I might not have seen it yet. Nah, well, that's on them oh, now at this point. I'm gonna tell you my what bad, else. What, I'm gonna tell you what else I think is gonna be good too. I only seen one episode so far, but I think the last OG is gonna be good too. Oh, I was we was talking about that I this morning. That. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I fell asleep. That was, it, was, it was pretty. It was pretty humorous last night. Fred. Good morning, Queen God DJ Envy. This Fred from Milwaukee checking in with you. What's happening, Fred? How now, are you? Now, Fred, I just good morning. How old are you, Fred? Welcome. I'm 37, sir. And you live with your mom, Fred? Yeah, you know I got put out my house, and the same guy that left my family because she wouldn't stop gambling, sir. Potawatomi. That was back in November when I started calling y'all. Yes, sir. Okay, now you wow. mad because it snowed and you had to shovel your mom's snow, and you mad about yeah. that, Fred? I'm pissed off now because they woke me up at 4 o'clock this morning. My daddy told me, boy, before everybody else in the neighborhood get up and start walking on the sidewalk, 
You need to shovel before somebody try to fall and they try to sue us. Wait a minute. You, you still live with your mom and daddy, Fred? Yes. Yes, sir. I'm oh, he got put out. I, I left my family because my girl wouldn't stop gambling. I'm trying to get my ish back together. Did you, you leave Fred? them or did you He's get put 37. out? 37. Did you hear him? Oh, okay. I left because I, I wasn't going to allow her to keep gambling and she wasn't going to stop. So I felt it was the best thing for me to do before I to leave except before I do something stupid. I left. I, I'm yes, not sir. mad at that. Sometimes you got to take a step back to take a step forward. I'm not mad at that. But you better not be mad when you got to shovel that snow. Yes, I got to have that same energy. Yes, sir. But I was pissed off this morning. And my second thing is, just last week, I put my winter clothes up and brought my whole clothes out, and I still can't wear them. So what, you got your little shorts out now? Yeah, I got my whole clothes ready to go. Oh, man. My goodness. Well, not ready yet. You better lay her up. I love y'all. Y'all welcome back to Revolt. Y'all keep doing what y'all think. I love y'all. Y'all have a blessed weekend. All right, right, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up, DJ Envy? This is Anthony from Baltimore, man. What's, uh, what's up, Anthony? Get it off your chest. Hey, I'm calling to do a little bit of hating this morning, man. Okay. All right, go ahead. Charlemagne been, uh, been back on his late stuff lately, and uh, I was late yesterday for work. My boss called me two times to see where I was at. How late like, were you? Come on, man, Charlotte, man, you got to get to work on time, man. No, wait, wait, how, wait, wait, how late wait. were you yesterday? Me, me being late to work don't got nothing to do with you being late to work. I don't know why you even try to make that correlation. That's why I said I'm doing a little bit of hating, man. Now, you didn't answer my question. How late were you yesterday? Oh, about, about three hours. Three oh, hours? Come man. on now. You know, if I was late three hours, there'd be no the show, show right? show be over. You do realize that, right? No show for you. Hello, who's this? Hello? Hey, what's your name, bro? Um, D. Uh, yeah, you want to uh, be anonymous. That sounds like a fake name to now, me. Now, 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 what's the matter, D? Tell us why you're mad. Um, I'm mad because I have to go to a police academy every Monday through Friday and deal with some, I'm not going to say racist, but I'm going to deal with some, I have to deal with some prejudice-ass people that you can see that it just spews out of them by mistake. I've tried, like, calling them out on it and letting them know that the way that they're, so, like, because I'm from a certain area that it's, it's urban. There's a lot of urban people. It's black. There. Don't say urban. I hate that word, urban. Say black. Yeah, but that's, that's this is the word that they use, I'm telling you. Like, don't, well, they don't know urban. no better. Yeah, exactly. So I have to bite my tongue a lot because I'm still in the police academy. Like, I can't. I can't really say anything because I got I have no rank. So if I if I was to say something, they'll find any excuse to go ahead and try to get rid of me. So I'm like right now is is like a struggle within like I really don't know what to do. I've talked to a few people. I've vented so much time, so so many times to so many people that is like all right now what can I do to make this right? Because this is like every everybody that I see is like there. Yeah, I, I, I was born and raised in a project, and I'm I'm going I'm going in to try to make a difference, and to see that I'm outnumbered like ten to one right now, it's it's insane. Like I, I feel. But you so know, like, but you know, all it takes, it, all it ever takes is one, though. So don't don't feel bad when you feel like the odds are against you, because all it really takes is one to make a difference. You're absolutely right, but it's like I I would like somebody to help back me, but it seems like either everybody just doesn't want to because I mean I mean it's, it's true I, I I at some point I just want to make my money and leave. Bruh, you know who's know backing that. you? God, let me tell you something. This is my daily affirmation today. This is dead serious. April fourth, fight the good fight. No weapon forged against you will prevail, and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and this is their vindication for me, declares the Lord. That's Isaiah 54, 17. Keep praying, keep believing, keep singing songs of praise, keep fighting the good fight. If you do that, God promises to bring you out with the victory. You hear me? There you go. Do you hear me? Hello, who's this? Antonio. Hey, Antonio, get it off your chest. Hey, right, somebody here, uh, Ray J on the line, tell him to get a booty goes on fire. What happened? What he did to Emily. Oh, it's a fab. I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, we are going to talk yeah, about yeah. fab in the rumor report this morning and what he could be facing in prison for this alleged domestic violence. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Rumors on the way. I guess we're talking about fab and rumors? Absolutely. All right. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk fabulous. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. 
Well, Fabulous is facing up to 10 years in prison. That's one count of third-degree aggravated assault and one count of making terroristic threats in the third degree. So, according to the complaint, they're saying that Fab punched Emily B in the head seven times, causing severe damage to her two front teeth that were later medically removed. He also texted her and said that he would hit her in the head with a baseball bat. That's when she sent her father and brother to the home that they shared to remove two handguns he had in the house. And that's when you see the video footage of him arriving to the home and screaming to her father that he has a bullet with his name on it. Has Fab released a statement yet? Is he denying any of these claims? The only thing he did was on Snapchat, he said sometimes it is best to just be quiet and let God show people. Well, when he goes to court, it's going to be interesting what God shows people because I'm sure uh, if, if... If there is evidence, all this evidence will be presented. So if he is indeed guilty of this allegation, he should just come clean now. Right. If Emily has those text messages. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They're definitely going to have pictures. Exactly. There's witnesses that have witnessed abuse. The children, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you could hear them screaming from inside the house. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this is going to be proven soon and he is due in court. That's why, um, you know, I guess we can only judge Fab right now based off what we saw in that video. And in that video, he looked like a damn fool, simply because if Emily called the father and brother to come get the guns out the house because she feared for her life, the last thing you should do is come over and threaten to shoot the father. All right, now congratulations to Cardi B. She is making history yet again. Monday night, she will be the first ever co-host of The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. So she'll be promoting her album, Invasion of Privacy, which comes out on Friday. And after she performs, she's also going to stick around and help interview the guests. They haven't announced That's who those dope. guests are going to be yet, but it's going to be her third appearance on The Tonight Show. So, so congratulations. Her third? Yeah, this oh, third time. I once. Drop on the clues bombs for Cardi B. Shout out to Cardi B. She released a new record last night, too. Yeah, Drip featuring Drip. Amigos. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we got to gotta, we gotta get that. I'm going to get it on in the mix. Listen, you know we on the payroll. Shut up. Don't, don't, don't start the payroll. That. Don't start Why? Why can't I'm we, not. Why can't we feed into the uh, the rumors <laughs> on social media? Because people are really believing. So what? What they believe? Yes, we're on Cardi's payroll. Drop on the clues bombs for Cardi B. She pays us absolutely no attention. Okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Black China. you all saw the drama that happened when she was at Six Flags, and she got into the argument with the woman that touched her daughter, Dream, on the hand, and then she started swinging the stroller around, right? Mm-hmm. You guys saw that video footage? Yep. Well, it turns out she was supposed to be doing some type of deal in collaboration with that stroller company. They have since said... They are cutting ties with her. Oh, it was, impossible. A pink, it was a pink Lamborghini. Yeah, it was a little pink was Lamborghini it? stroller. It was, it was yeah, a pink Lamborghini just to race with China. That was a pink Lamborghini she was wearing. Look at the Lamborghini video. stroller. Pull up the video. It looks like a car. It's a stroller that Put looks up, like a up. car. It is. Look. All right, now a rep for the company, Mommy, says that her latest actions make it impossible to move forward with their business relationship. They said we cannot excuse that sort of reaction and behavior, particularly in a family resort around children. That stroller is mad sturdy, though. She threw it. It it didn't break. It still was able to roll. That's a good stroller, though. By the way, I I don't like that. The reason I don't like that, because what if she was walking around that park and it was somebody that was trying to commit a mass shooting and she grabbed that pink stroller and tried to use it as a weapon to protect herself? Well, that's not what it was. But still, though, like you you, you 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 wouldn't cut. Her to cut ties with her then? You can't so just create a scenario. But So don't cut ties with her now. If she felt like her child was in danger and she was protecting her child and she used the stroller as a weapon, what's well, wrong with that? Well, now let's be clear. I don't think her child was in danger. Not at that she time. Just she said, thought no. it was. No, no because did. the woman had actually walked away already. Walked they away weren't, she other. followed her. Listen, and it allegedly. happened 15 minutes later, the, the altercation. You can see video footage. I'm not going to tell somebody how to react to how they, how some, how they, well, feel, how they gonna... feel their kid was... Uh, Threatened to pers- or whatever. And you, can't, and you can't tell a company who to do business with and who not to. You so don't have kids, so you don't understand. Don't, so what I'm basically I'm, saying you, is... You don't you, have a stroller company. If, if, what? I'm saying that you can't tell a stroller company... <laughs> that stroller's sturdy. That's all I You can't tell a stroller company to continue to do business with somebody if they choose not to. They don't want that is, to. That they is, don't have that to. That is very true. But I'm so sa- that's it. But I'm simply saying that there's nothing wrong with her using that stroller as a weapon if she felt like the, uh, that lady was threatening her child. All right. Well, now she doesn't have that endorsement uh, collaboration anymore. Toys R Us is closed. Where can I find that stroller? That stroller is called Super, Mommy. Mommy, I'm going to buy that shoulder today. All right, Dave Chappelle is Don't being sued by a man <laughs> who threw a banana peel at him. Now, the man threw the banana peel at Dave Chappelle during a performance back in 2015 in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And now uh, he's saying in his lawsuit, the bodyguard or the presumed bodyguard actually came and struck him twice. They should have. As he was being restrained. He said there was no racial motivation when he threw a banana peel at him. But he was angered by something that Dave Chappelle said during the show. So now he faces batter. Uh, he's facing charge. He faced charges of battery and disturbing the peace. Dave Chappelle decided not to pursue that case. So now he is saying that he was assaulted. 
No, you can't do that. You can't throw something at me and then my bodyguard do what they're supposed to do and then you sue me. Well, I'm glad that guy who threw that banana doesn't have an endorsement with a banana company. Because it would be Chiquita would he'd be out the window, right? <laughs> Chiquita would definitely cut ties with right, this so. man. <laughs> There you have it. Now there's a lawsuit. This guy's a jerk, man. I mean, people don't got to do business if they don't want to. It's just what it is. Oh, man. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. This guy's a jerk. All right. When we come back, we have your rumor report. What are we talking about in rumors? No, actually, front page news. I'm sorry, front page news. (laughs) We'll be talking about what happened at YouTube, and that is in Northern California. Really unfortunate situation. One person dead, three people injured. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, boy. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in uh, front page news. Let's talk YouTube. Yes. Nassim Agdan is a 38-year-old woman who was armed with a handgun when she went to the YouTube campus in San Bruno. This was yesterday around 1 p.m., and she started shooting. Now, the people who got shot were two women who were ages 32 and 37 and 32 and 27 and a 36-year-old man. They are recovering. The man is in critical condition. Now, cops haven't released all the details about what happened, but what we do know is that Nassim was having some issues with what she said was YouTube censoring her and trying to silence her voice. Here is what she had posted. I'm being discriminated and filtered on YouTube. They age-restricted my ab workout video, a video that has nothing bad in it, nothing sensual. I contacted support team, and they also said the same thing. There are some inappropriate things in your video. Many singers like Nicki Minaj and many others have sensual scenes so inappropriate for children to watch. Don't get age-restricted. But my videos get age-restricted. That's so crazy. Well, she shot up YouTube because YouTube was restricting her videos. Yeah, That's she feels crazy. like other people put up videos and they don't get restricted. Nicki Minaj, Miley Cyrus. Now she also complained that she wasn't making enough money off of YouTube ads, and she said she only got ten cents for pages that got three hundred thousand views. So they have, of course, since scrubbed and deleted her account. Her Instagram page also got deleted as well. She had posted, they want you to be their slaves and not think outside the box they designed for you. Your knowledge is their enemy. You know, this is why you can't be going back and forth with people on social media. Because there's really people on social media that got some severe mental issues. That is crazy. Either that or y'all put way too much stock in this internet online thing. All right? (laughs) Just because YouTube restricted your videos, you're going to go shoot up YouTube? How about about going down to YouTube headquarters and ask them why they keep restricting your videos? Don't just start shooting. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, Agdam died at the scene. She did shoot herself. Jesus Christ. So when cops arrived, she already... There are other platforms than YouTube. She could have went to another platform, right? I, yeah, I'm sure she could have. You know, By the way, up. if you really cared about Jeez. if you really cared about YouTube, you'd have did what all these other kids are doing nowadays and shooting themselves on YouTube live. No. If you really cared about your views and your likes and your retweets and all that. Well, not not like that, that one either. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. Now, Snapchat has also added a group video chat. They're trying to generate some positive buzz about their services. A lot of people have actually dumped Snapchat after some issues that happened with Rihanna, and I'm sure you guys. All saw that. And the well, Khaled group, don't even rock with Snapchat. No. The group video chat will allow up to 16 people to talk over each other at one time with their filters and effects available during that conversation. Is Khaled still on Snapchat? Serious question. I don't know. I don't have Snapchat. I don't I don't have it either. No. I haven't. I barely have ever used I my Snapchat. Used so. Yeah. All right. And Spotify trading has begun. Now, what's going to happen with these Spotify shares? Are these labels going to divide up the proceeds with artists? And uh, once those stock sales are made, Warner Music Group hasn't commented on the issue, but Sony recently said in a statement, Sony Music and The Orchard are the Orchard are committed to sharing with their artists and distributed labels any net gain they may realize from a sale of Sony Music's equity stake in Spotify. This is consistent with our previously announced policy of sharing breakage and equity proceeds from digital catalog licenses with our artists and distributed labels. So there you have it. Somebody's making a lot of money, huh? Well, yeah, and Spotify, let's be clear, is worth, they're saying right now, $30 billion. That's the value once they started trading. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, 800-585-1051, let's talk Black China. Now, if you haven't heard, Black China got into an incident at Six Flags Great Adventure. And it just cost her an endorsement. Yeah, it cost an endorsement with this stroller company. Now, we're asking 800-585-1051, do you think Black China overreacted? That is the question. Now, allegedly, uh, the nanny was pushing the baby, and a, a young lady touched the baby. Mm-hmm. And I guess the young lady approached Black China and asked Black China if she was upset because we have audio. Oh, let's play the audio. I've seen Black China's children 
not knowing that these were her children because her nanny was pushing her children. So when she walks the baby towards me, I'm thinking that this is a mother giving me permission to interact with her child. So I um, touched the baby simply like this. Mm-mm. And I'm like, oh, you're cute. The lady smiled. She walked off, like trying to follow behind her. And she said, don't touch the kid, bro. Don't put your hands on my kids. You can say my kids are cute verbally, but you don't got no business touching my children whatsoever. All of these pedophiles and uh, molesters out here and just dirty, nasty people. Don't touch my kids. All right, we're no. asking, did she overreact? 800-585-1051, because the incident didn't happen there. It happened 15 minutes later. So we're asking, could she have just let it go and just walk away, or did she overreact? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was g Easy No Limit. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Black China. If you don't know what's going on, Black China was at Six Flags Great Adventure. She was with her two kids. And allegedly, some young girl came up and touched one of her kids. Now, uh, this is what the young girl said happened next. I seen Black China's children, not knowing that these were her children because her nanny was pushing her children. So when she walks the baby towards me, I'm thinking that this is a mother giving me permission to interact with her child. So I um, touched the baby simply like this. And I'm like, oh, you're cute. The lady smiled. She walked off, like trying to follow behind her. And she said, don't touch the kid, bro. So we're asking 800-585-1051, did Black China overreact? Well, what happened after Black China told her, don't touch the kids, bro? Well, that's completely unclear. But according to reports, they're saying that um, the girl called Black China a hood rat. But there was also some fighting that took place where her boyfriend um, actually swung on the young lady and the young lady's friend. Huh? Yeah, her boyfriend, YBN Almighty J, he got involved in the scuffle and started swinging on the girls. Well, I don't think Black China overreacted simply because I don't know what made this young lady feel entitled to touch somebody else's kids. You can't use the excuse, uh, she was coming towards me with the scroller, so I felt like she was giving me permission. That's like me saying this young lady was walking towards me, so I felt like she was giving me permission to grab her ass. No! Don't touch my kids, don't violate my space, and you can't tell someone how to react to their kids. I don't know what this young lady really did to Black China's kids, but for Black China to react the way she did, something had to happen. And people turn up over their children. That's the way nature is. Women, females, female animals, they go hard for their children. So something clearly happened. We know that. So well, I, don't think I, she think it, I think that the woman, when she did it, it wasn't in a malicious way. It wasn't like she tried to snatch her child. Don't matter. I'm, I'm just telling you, what. according to her account, if this is don't true. Don't touch my kids. Can I finish? According to what she said was that she just touched her hand and said, oh, she's so cute. Now, I've touched other people's kids who I don't know, and no one's ever attacked well, you, me or you, threw you a going to touch me. the wrong person, children? You know, and, I, and I think that in, if it wasn't done in a malicious way, I think it's fine to be like, of course you don't want somebody touching your kid and be like, hey, I prefer if you don't touch my child. But I don't think that the child was in danger. I don't, and I do believe that starting a fight in front of your kids actually does put your child in danger. Let the record show, because we have to say this, Angelie does not have kids. Envy, you got five. Yes, I have five I got kids. two. Right. How right. would you well, feel? Can, some random person. How would you feel if some random person touched your child, especially in the face or something? I mean, it would be a problem. I, yeah, I don't want, her, I don't she want, said it was her hand. I don't, want, I don't want anybody touching my kids at all. And with, with weirdos and crazy people out there today, I, I don't want somebody to give my kids a disease. Some a disease. Anthrax. I'm serious. I'm like serious. I'm, I'm very funny about anybody touching my kids. Okay, so, so but you think that starting a fight in front of your children is not also putting them at it, risk? It all depends what happened. Now, if, if the incident happened, let's say per se, the lady came up to him and said, hey, I touched your kids, I have a problem, and I and I come back and I'm like, yeah, I have a problem with you touching my kids, and they say, F you, just me well, no. being me, I'm, I'm going to start, because it's this is my kids and I'm being protected. Well, let's say what happened, allegedly. What mm-hmm. happened was she touched the hand. Right. Black China said, don't touch my kids, bro, mm-hmm. and she called Black China a hood rat. Right. That's, that's enough to get something started, especially if you already hot that this girl touched my kids. Well, let's see what the people think. Okay. Uh, Tiara, Tiara, good morning. Good morning. Do you think Black China overreacted? No, I do not think she overreacted. As a mother, if you find out that anything has happened to your child, whether it's now or later on, and natural instinct, your reaction is to protect them. Children can do no harm and they're innocent. And as an adult, common sense, you want to touch a dog, so why would you just go up to someone's baby and touch them? That's a good point. All right, thank you. You think that dog going to bite the hell out of you? And you know, it's funny, when people come up to me and ask to take pictures like with their kids, I get permission. Do you want me to pick them up? Like, tell me what you want me to do. You want me to pick up your kid? Okay, I'll hold your kid. By the way, I was at when I when I took these kids to Universal Soul Circus last week. 
I took plenty of pictures with kids. I didn't post none of them. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because I ain't asked the parents because I wouldn't want nobody oh, doing no, that to my children. Oh, a picture with somebody else's kids now. Uh, Brandon. Hey, what's good, DJ Envy? What's up? Now, you think Black China, you think she did overreact? She did. She definitely was in business that she wasn't even involved in. You know what I'm saying? Do you have kids? Yeah, he has a two-year-old. Uh, I definitely do. I got a two-year-old and one on the way, uh, May 1st. And so if somebody walked up to your child and touched them, you wouldn't have a problem with it? You know, I would, but that's me. The lady kind of walked towards her. I mean, she was the lady who talked about it was like, you know, acting like it was all cool and stuff. And then old girl came behind him and was like, no, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. And that wasn't right to me. I feel like it was business. That well, that was her daughter. That is her business. <laughs> that, that is a, her business. 800-585-1051. What do you think? This Call came out up? my vagina. How is this not my business? Right now. You had a vagina? <laughs> Call us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Rich the Kid with New Freezer. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking Black China. Now, we're asking 800-585-1051. Do you think Black China overreacted? She was at Six Flags Great Adventure, and somebody touched her kid, her child. And this is what the lady who touched her child had to say. I've seen Black China's children not knowing that these were her children because her nanny was pushing her children. So when she walks the baby towards me, I'm thinking that this is a mother giving me permission to interact with her child. So I um, touched the baby simply like this. And I'm like, oh, you're cute. The lady smiled. She walked off. Like China followed behind her. And she said, don't touch the kid, bro. So do you think she overreacted? No, I'm going to tell you a story, too. I remember taking my daughter to track practice, and um, when she pulled up to track practice, her, 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 my, my wife had just did her hair, so she had, like, a pink scarf on, uh-huh. and all the little girls on her track team came and touched her hair. And I went crazy. I'm like, do not touch her hair. Especially a bunch of little white girls. Do not touch her right. I don't know if that's hair. the same situation. Okay. That's the same and then thing. I told the parents. I, don't think that's the same I told the parents. That's the same no, thing. I don't want nobody no. touching my kids. Yeah, but so you can't just, on the kids? Those are our classmates. I don't care. Especially a black girl's hair. All I know hair. is that... That's I, her classmate. That's I don't no care. different. That's no different. Like, the girls touch Logan's hair because he got braids. Don't, don't no. touch his hair. No, they, no, they, they're a classmate. That's different swing than girls on them and guys. I don't them. want people touching my kids' hair. <laughs> you gonna see when you get kids, you. Yeah. Uh, Lolisa. Yes. Hey, you think she overreacted? I really think she did. Um, I do have a two-year-old, mm-hmm. and I've had people approach us in the grocery store or other places, and because he has a head full of curly hair... People will touch his hair, or sometimes they'll touch his hand, and they'll say, oh, he's so cute, but I just think it's really overreacting as a parent. Nah, you better than me. Wait, let her finish. We have to choose our battle when it comes to our children, and if you're not really putting my child in harm's way, I'm not going to bring it to you. See, the only problem is like like the flu. You know how the flu was just just dangerous, killing people? I could have the flu touching your child. I know how dangerous the flu is. I work in a... A hospital. Some things you just can't overreact like that on. I don't well, think let, the let lady... I think, you you can, I think it's question. fine to be upset, oh, but to start me. a whole entire fight is a lot. Let me ask you another question. Yeah. If, if a kid, t- if somebody yes. touched your hair and you asked him not to do it, and then they said, shut up, hood rat, in the grocery store. Well, would... that's, that's different. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, thank that, you, That's what allegedly happened. I'm just if saying. I, if I ask you not to do something to my child and you respond in a negative way, then but but that's what happened in the Black China me. situation. Thank you, Mama. Ty, did she overreact? Um, no, she did not overreact. Why not? Um, the reason I say that is because I have a child myself. Um, and if I turn around and I see you touching my child, I'm just gonna flip out. I don't care what you're doing, and I'm gonna ask questions later. Like that's just how it is. That's how a mama bear does. That's it. Okay. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Alfonso Rodriguez. Alfonso, you think she overreacted? Yeah, she definitely overreacted. All she had to do was say what she was going to have to say, and, and, and that's it. But she didn't have to go follow her around and do what, whatever she did and she and go and traumatize her, her baby. And by the way, I think I think Rob Kardashian set her up so he, so he didn't have to pay as much oh charge. Oh, my gosh. Oh but, I mean, it's clearly oh a big hole missing from the story, though. After, after China said what she said, we don't know what that girl said. We don't know what that girl did after that. We don't know how she responded. Allegedly, she responded saying, calling Black China a hood rat. See, I'm see, I'm from a place where I see, I watch TV all day and I see too many sickos. I see people sending people packages that 
that blow up, people sending people anthrax, Ooh. people giving each other the flu. Ooh. And y'all can sit there and joke and laugh, but I'm serious about my kids. I don't and understand don't what's sending. Let me ask you this, though, crazy. but do you, but do you guys think that sometimes, like, if you do you want to get into a fight in front of your kids, something could happen? What if the, she threw the stroller and then the stroller hits your kid or something like that well, happens? You, don't, you don't think about, like, something happening to your kids when you get into fights? I don't want nobody touching my kids. Yeah, I'm the same. And, I, I just, and by the way, think about it. Mother bears, mother bears go hard for sure. But think about it as a man, right? You with your daughter, and you see a grown man touch your ch- your daughter's cheek. All you thinking is pedophile. All you thinking is sicko. Keep your freaking hands you know, to yourself. You know, you guys think Gia is very nice. Touch one of my kids, man, and you'll see a different side of her. I mean, it's the truth. Like you don't play with don't play with our kids. You grew up in Virginia, so you probably saw people raise dogs. I grew up in right? New York and Queens. Well, I mean, but you, I went to school. But you went to school in Virginia. Yeah. you knew people down there that raised dogs. You yeah, was, you was in, involved with the whole Mike Vick scheme. I right? was not involved but anything, in the whole Mike anyway, Vick scheme. Anyway, what I'm saying is, <laughs> you see when they're like the it could be the nicest dogs right. can have puppies. Right. Come near those puppies. Right. The dog reacts. What? It's vicious. What? Now, what's the moral of the story? Don't touch other people's People kids without dogs. permission. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch other people's kids without permission. All period. Right. All right. Who do you think you are? How entitled do you got to be to walk up to somebody else's child and touch them? All right. I don't think people should touch people's kids, but I also don't feel like escalating situations when your kids are around. That's just what I would think. No, don't touch my child. There won't be no escalation. All right. We got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about Safari. They have arrested two people in connection with that robbery. I didn't realize people were saying that they didn't believe he got robbed at all. Who said that? Uh, people were saying that on social media. A lot of people said it to me yesterday. Like, hey, Safari didn't set up that, didn't make up that whole situation. Oh, hell no, I didn't, didn't know people thought that. Hell no. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. That was Let's a classic tune. Classic tune just now. Yeah, gold digger. Let's talk Tammy Roman. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, congratulations to Tammy Roman. She has snagged a deal, and that deal is with Title. Here's what she had to say when she announced her Bonnet Chronicles series. Bonnet Chronicles is on Title. Listen, I would throw up the rock, but I'm holding the phone, so I only could do half of it. But Bonnet Chronicles is on Title, and I'm so excited for you guys to check me out. And I want you to see what my producing partner, Ernest Dukes, and I have put together with some amazing actors, Tiffany Black, Ray Grady, and Kenny Knox. I'm Drop excited about that. For Tammy Roman. That's dope. Smart pickup for title. I'd like mm-hmm. to see how they uh, up the production level of Bonnet Chronicles. And shout out to my guy Ernest as well, who's yeah, working with Ernest. her on that. I actually be with Tammy Roman in Chicago this weekend. We'll be there for the Black Women's Expo. So okay. we're going to be out there. I'll be there on Sunday. All right. Now, Mac has inter- introduced an Aaliyah-inspired collection. It's going to come out this summer. Now, people were talking about this potential collection, and everybody got so excited, all the Aaliyah superfans everywhere, so they said, you made it happen. Inspired by your loyalty and love, the 90s glam Aaliyah for Mac collection is coming soon. Aaliyah lives on in a makeup collection influenced by her groundbreaking work in music and film. That's going to be dope. I'm going to make sure I go and pick that up this summer. Okay. All right, and, and support that. All right, Black Panther is about to pass Titanic and become the number three highest earning movie in the United States. What was number one? Uh, hold on, let me get there for you. Once Black Panther passes um, there, they have to still beat Avatar, and then they still have to beat Star Wars The Force Awakens. I'll drop on a clues bomb for Black Panther, damn it. Y'all seen Avatar? Yes. You seen Avatar? You? Avatar's no. great. I, I ain't seen Avatar. I didn't oh, see Star man. Wars The Force Awakens I didn't see Star Wars either. Avatar is amazing. I did, movie. however, see Titanic. I did see Titanic, too. <laughs> I didn't see Avatar either. Avatar is a great, phenomenal film. All right, Avatar. so right now, Black Panther is a number four movie ever in the United States. So pretty soon, in about $6.8 million more, it will pass Titanic, have that new number three spot, and then after that, it's got to beat Avatar and then The Force Awakens. Titanic was trash, man. No, Titanic was good. Nah, Titanic was trash. No. Was just war. They celebrated that movie because there was a bunch of white people dying in it. That's all. No, it was a good movie. Trash movie. All no. right, now, Safari. Yeah, you've had plenty of Titanics, all the slave ships that sink. His armed robbery suspects have been captured. He says that $183,000. all three of them were captured? I just thought well, two. Well, two of them were captured. Oh. Law enforcement says two men that were suspected of robbing Safari at gunpoint were busted. Cops did chase them down over the George Washington Bridge from Jersey into New York. They were in hot pursuit after that robbery in Fort Lee, New Jersey. They followed them, and at one point, the suspects did crash their car, and then they ran on foot. That's when Jonathan Ricketts and Sean Harewood were captured. They were about 12 blocks apart. 
And according to Safari, he said two guys ran up on him with guns and took everything. So that's what they know so far. They said three people did run out of the truck, and those two were the ones who were captured. Yeah, so many people kept telling me I should give Safari a donkey of the day yesterday, and all I kept thinking to myself was, I can't wait until y'all get robbed. I can't wait until y'all no. get a gun put to your head. I can't wait until someone makes you mm-hmm. lay on the ground. That man is traumatized. He might be He might be in an interview two years from now, start thinking about that situation and start crying. So I don't give a damn that he went to go do an interview after that. By the way, when stuff like that happens, your adrenaline is so high that you're just going to continue about your day, but eventually it's going to hit you. It's going to catch that up with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad they caught the two guys. I hope they catch the third one, too. All right. Well, yeah, I hope they do as well. And, you know, everybody was writing that they the thought street. that he made this whole situation up. People were asking me, do you think Safari really got robbed? Of course. I, he was not going to make up a story like that and be so traumatized by it. Mm-mm. Some people were wondering why would he come and do an interview. Yeah, he was hurt by it. He was definitely yeah. hurt. He yeah, was upset and, and all scared that, to all, death. All, all that's letting me know is that we live in the era of, of, of boys and girls who are crying wolf. You know, everybody's clout chasing. Everybody's trolling. So people don't know what's real or what's not anymore. All right, well, here's what Safari had to say when he was on Angie Martinez as far as whether or not he's going to cooperate with the police. And what is your stance on, like, you know, because some people be like, you don't go to police or whatever. Listen, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah. You, you, you put a gun to my face, you took my... I'm not doing all that nonsense. You did it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not no kid. Right. Street code, street rules, what's that going to do? It gets you, gets you killed. It's not going to do nothing for me. Like, the law is the law. I'm a, like, I'm a good dude. I don't go out here setting people up. I don't do none of that nonsense. You know what I'm saying? So, you the one who did it, you shouldn't have did it. Officer, it was him. Yeah, Safari ain't ever claimed to be no gangster. Safari ain't ever claimed to be no street guy. You know what I'm saying? He's a civilian out here trying to make a living off uh Subpar rapping in fur coat. So let that man go out there and, you know. You was over there people, grabbing that money, hunted on this. What that got to do with anything? You know, you thought the song was hot, you said. I said it's okay. I didn't say it was hot. I like Is it subpar or is it good? His rapping is subpar. The song is okay. <laughs> and what that got to do with him throwing money? I was picking up them hundreds. I don't have nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> that wasn't hundreds. That was dollars. <laughs> was dollars. <laughs> you right. you added it up, it yeah. added up to what? $237. There you go. All right. Hundreds. <laughs> All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. <laughs> Shout out to Safari. All right, Charlamagne. Yes. We give it a donkey, too. Uh, donkey of the day is going to a young woman named Nassim Agdam. Did I pronounce her right, Night? Nassim Algorithm. The girl who shot up YouTube. All right. We need to, Algorithm. She, she needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with her. All right, we'll get that on next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You I'm a fat and all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. We had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yeah. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, donkey of the day for Wednesday, April 4th goes to Nassim Agdam. Uh, she's the 38-year-old woman who, armed with a handgun, walked onto YouTube's campus yesterday and started busting. All right? She shot three people. Thank God all of them are alive. All of them are alive, right? Uh, I think they are. And then she shot herself in the chest. Now, it's a damn shame no place in America is safe from mass shootings. Okay? We have seen them in movie theaters. We've seen them in schools. We've seen them in churches. Now we see them on the campuses of YouTube. There's truly no place in America that is safe from a potential mass shooting. And as someone who, is already, who already has bad anxiety, all this does is make me want to stay home. Okay, I hate large crowds at this point in my life. I am, uh, if I am somewhere and it's a large crowd, all I can think about is that it's only a matter of time before a random act of terrorism happens, okay? Because let's be clear, it doesn't matter the race or the religious background of a shooter. Whenever you commit a mass shooting on American soil, foreigner or not, you are a terrorist committing an act of terrorism. Okay, for more details on this shooting, let's go to NBC News for the report. The attacker that has been identified as the woman that came here and opened fire on YouTube uh, has been identified as a woman that was making YouTube videos. It was her father that told authorities, warning them that she hated the company and the family before the shooting happened, reached out to authorities, asking them to check on her before this shooting took place. The shots rang out just before 1 p.m. Tuesday. Three people shot, two women and a man who was the most seriously injured. Police identified the shooter as 39-year-old Nassim Akdam. Police telling NBC News Akdam may have been angry at the video sharing site, claiming that YouTube discriminated and filtered her content. Akdam had a large YouTube presence with multiple channels, from animal rights activism to bizarre musical parodies. Authorities believe Akdam took her own life as police closed in. They say she used a 9mm handgun in the attack. Now, Nassim. Okay, uh, committing this mass shooting is enough 
to get her donkey of the day, but do you hear her alleged motivation? That's what's sealing the deal on this hee-haw for me. See, now some allegedly was upset that YouTube was censoring her videos but not censoring the videos of Miley Cyrus and Nicki Minaj. I wish I was making this up right now, okay? Mm-hmm. On Nassim's website, she proudly calls herself a female vegan bodybuilder and an animal rights activist. She boasted about humane living on her website. Nassim, um, I don't know if you can hear me where you are because I don't know if the Breakfast Club is syndicated in the afterlife, but there's nothing humane about committing a mass shooting, okay? In fact, that is what we call inhumane. You know, the opposite of humane. Anyway, you can go on her YouTube and watch videos of things she has produced and posted Uh, In one, she edits herself dancing alongside herself in a black and white outfit and a cow head mask. Oh, that's some compelling content right there. All right, that'll get you That'll get you the views you're looking for. She also did an interview with the L.A. Times at a protest. The protest was at Camp Pendleton where Marines were using pigs in training for treatment of battlefield wounds. Nassim said in that interview, for me, animal rights equals human rights. Just because they can't talk doesn't mean we should take advantage of them. It amazes me. How one minute someone can be all about humane living on social media and can fight for the rights of pigs, can make statements like, for me, animal rights equals human rights just because they can't talk doesn't mean we should take advantage of them. But then you take a handgun on YouTube campus and take advantage of all those innocent, unarmed human beings. Mm. But the motive, what made this young lady snap was because she felt like YouTube was censoring her, her words. Can we hear a words from Nassim's mouth in which she complains about her content being discriminated and filtered on YouTube? Can we hear that, please? I'm being discriminated and filtered on YouTube. And if you go and check my videos, you see that my new videos hardly get views. And my old videos that used to get many views stopped getting views. They age-restricted my ab workout video, a video that has nothing bad in it, nothing sensual. I contacted supporting and they also said the same thing there are some inappropriate things in your video many singers like Nicki Minaj Miley and many others who have sensual scenes don't get age restricted but my workout video gets age restricted this is why hmm. you can't go back and forth with people on social media because it really is some sick deranged, mentally ill people online. And when you argue with fools on social media, people from a distance can't tell who's mentally ill. That has to be the only logical reasoning that this woman has to be mentally ill. Because I refuse to think people care about the internet and these social sites that much. This young lady was 38 years old. She's not even a kid. Okay, for you to be that invested in the, the internet, in a social site that you would take a handgun down to YouTube and shoot people because they were censoring your videos. Why are you pulling up on YouTube like rappers used to pull up on record labels in the 90s? Even in the 90s when rappers were disgruntled about their deals, they might have pulled up to the label with a gun or two, but they never shot an executive. Not that I know of. Have you ever heard of an executive being shot? Mm-mm. I haven't heard of that. Nah. And, and I see, why not? Why didn't you just go to YouTube and ask to speak to someone? Ask why your videos are being censored and other videos aren't. Did you even attempt to go to YouTube Help Center? I really hope it comes out that this young lady, her whole life, was suffering from some kind of mental illness. Because if we have jumped the shark that much when it comes to this internet thing, it is time for everybody to unplug. Okay, disconnect from the internet to reconnect with reality. Please give Nassim Agdam, uh, Nassim Algorithm, the biggest hee-haw, please. Uh-huh. What's up with America, man? Seriously, all jokes aside, what's going on? Here? I don't know. Like, do you care about a social site that much? You care because your views went down? You care because your your, your videos are being censored? You gonna actually go shoot up YouTube because of that? Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Up next, ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can call Yee right now. Or any kind of advice. I have somebody asking me right now online about quitting her job for another job. Should she go back to work after her interview at the other job at one? Or any type of advice. Call Yee now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. I should say this is Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Russell Raymond Reed. Russell, what's your question for Yee? I got a couple artists here in my city, you know, that's trying to get into the entertainment industry as far as singing and music. What's and your I city? Was to get Louisville, Kentucky, home yeah. of Ali. All right, shout out to Louisville, Kentucky. I've been in the corporate world. You know, I've been doing my little entrepreneurship in the city. But I was trying to take my entertainment, well, not my entertainment, but my business background and try to get a couple of artists and get into this entertainment industry. I feel like 
you know, I can take my experience and switch over. So I was trying to see, like, is that a good look? Or should I stay where I'm at? You know, what's the opportunity? Well, I, this uh, is my recommendation. You really believe in your artists and that they can do big things. Right. Are you willing to invest time and money into your artists? Because you can still have your day job and devote all your extra time to working on this music business thing. Well, see, I got a little more than the day job. Like, I've been corporate. I got real estate. I do taxes. Like, I've been doing a whole more than just a nine to five. Okay, like, so you hustle. Man, yes. I, you know, I do everything I can to feed the family, but I feel like I want to switch over and add to it. You know, along with the AAU, I got the sports thing going with the kids. So I just want to kind of put everything in the one bucket and go full-fledged into the entertainment, you know, and try to get some real, real money instead of some, you know, Well, money. I just want to give you a couple of pieces of advice. Number one, it's not like it's going to pay off immediately. That's a really rare situation when you can put all your eggs in that one bucket, in that one um, bucket and it's going to pay off right away because that doesn't happen like that. So it is going to be a long grind. It's, you're going to have to be really patient. There's a lot of variables here. You're dealing with other people and whether or not they're going to work as hard as you work, whether or not you're going to get the support that you intend to get, whether or not you have right. to invest all your money into them. You have to be really w ready, willing, and able to do all of those things. I don't recommend giving up all your other streams of income, but maybe sacrificing certain things that you're not passionate about and making sure that you have those streams of income because you're going to need that to fund this situation you're trying to do. Is it a label situation? Is it a production? What are you trying to do? I mean, the main thing I want to do is bump shoulders with the right people. You know, Louisville, Kentucky is not really a big city. I mean, we get a couple concerts here lately going on, but I need to travel and get out in the mainstream, you know, you know, the mainstream and get to, you know, let people know what I didn't build for myself. All right. Know? Well, I just want to recommend you keep those other streams of income, some of them coming in so that you can fund what it is that you need to do and come up with a plan. You know, I don't even know if you know for sure exactly what it is. It can't just be bumping shoulders with the right people. You have to have a plan of where you want to be. Also with these artists, make sure you have contracts with them. You don't ever want to put out money and time and effort into people and not have them under contract. Do you have contracts? Yes, I have contracts written up because what I want to do is... Are they signed? Them. No, they're not signed. I just got them ready. All right, so make sure before you start investing all this time and money that you have some type of contract because you would hate to put some time and money into these artists and you have nothing, you know, for them and then they go and sign somewhere else. Right, and see, that's the thing. So, like, I got an artist that can sing and rap, but then I got a guy that can do beats. And so I'm trying to put both of them together, but as far as the details of the contract on how do I, like... So say I got an artist and he got like 20 beats, right? And I'm trying to get 10 of them mastered. Like, how can I write the contract to say if that beat gets sold and becomes a hit, how do I get royalties off that? Like, those are the details. I don't do you have an entertainment attorney? Entertainment attorney. You have to have an entertainment attorney. You need a lawyer to draw up real contracts, okay? Sir, so it seems like you're starting from the very beginning. So what I'm going to do is hold on the line. I'm going to give you some information. But... It's a lot of work, and don't just jump into it thinking it's going to just happen like that. You really have to sit and plan things out. I know we see stories all the time. We think success happened overnight. Never happens like that. Yeah, I know it's not overnight. You know, I've been I've been going. I'm 35. I didn't I bought my first house at 24. I've been investing for 10, 12 years. I'm just ready. I feel like at 35, I need to put another 10 or 15 into myself instead of into, a, you know, maybe like a corporate bill, not just doing this, you know, right, and hey, everything's legit. You know, I ain't talking about doing nothing illegal. Police can't come take nothing out of No, and I love that, Russell. Hold on the line. I love that you're passionate about something. I'm just trying to give you some advice so that you don't waste time, you don't waste money, and that you don't get disappointed if things don't happen the way that you anticipate them to happen. Hold on the line, okay? All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. You got a question for Yee. Call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Bruno Mars. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, can I see Anonymous? Okay, Anonymous. What's your question for Yee? So, I haven't been with my ex for three years. And last week, I was home. It was late at night. And all of a sudden, I hear a banging on the door. And I let it go because I was watching a Lifetime movie. And then... <laughs> I feel you. I feel you on that. Lifetime movies, you no, mean into for real. it. Then I heard the door open. I still thought it was a Lifetime movie because my dogs weren't moving. Then I keep hearing it, and I didn't know what to do. So I lived with my mom. We both were scared. We had no clue what to do. And then I went to the door. It ended up being him. Who's and him? I don't know. Your ex from three years ago? Yes. Okay. Just banging on the door. Not belligerent, but just acting out of character. And um, I ended up letting him in. But... I'm not really sure what to do at this point because, you know, my mom's scared, I'm scared. He's going to come back, and we don't really know 
what to do. So you so want your ex-boyfriend of three from three years ago back, and he was acting erratically when he came banging on your door unannounced in the middle of the night. Right. But you well, do. No, I don't want him back. Oh. I don't want him back. So no, no, no. But like, what if he comes back? It, do you he feel like you're in danger? You feel me. like you're in danger? Yeah, the way he came at my in my house. Then I think you crazy. need to go to the police department and file a restraining order. Even if I let him in, though? I mean, you did let him in, but your security's going to come back, right? And you don't want him to. Mm -hmm. And you're mm -hmm. frightened for what could potentially happen. You have to take those things very seriously. If you have some right. type of intuition that's telling you this could be a dangerous situation, don't risk that. Make sure you go to the police department, file a police report. That way they'll be monitoring your house. He'll get served with those papers, and he'll know he'll get arrested mm -hmm. and go to jail if he tries to bother you again. He has to know that you're serious and you mean business. Okay. I thought since I let him in, like, they wouldn't... Oh, my God. It. No, no, no. You are absolutely... You did nothing wrong. Don't feel like you did anything wrong. Don't let him in again. But you were caught no, off guard, no. and you did something that now, looking back, you're like, I shouldn't have done that. And you're not right. going to do it again. And in order to make sure that you want to protect yourself and protect your mom and protect your house, go file that police report so that he knows that you're serious. So he knows, I don't want you coming here again. It's not fun and games. Mm -hmm. You'll go to jail. Mm -hmm. Right. And I mean, I try, I try to understand why he was there and he just wouldn't tell me. And like that makes me even more scared. Yeah. I'm like, you can't even let me know like why you showed up. And it's not even about like, you know, wanting to be together or not. It's just like, you don't show up at somebody's house like that after three years. And how we broke up was terrible. So it wasn't like he was welcome back in my house. Listen, honey, go with your intuition. I had to file a restraining order against somebody before. It's not a, a fun thing to do at all. It's not a, but it is a very uh, simple process. You just file the paperwork. They have to show up in court. And the judge will decide whether or not he's going to um, keep that restraining order or whether it'll get thrown out. If he doesn't show up, you will have a restraining order. If he does and he's still acting erratically and you feel like you're in any sort of danger, you will have a restraining order. And he's not supposed to come there anymore. And if he does, you call the police and he knows he's going to jail. All right. You sounds good. But protect you. yourself, take it seriously, and listen to your intuition. I promise you. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to it because he also knows, like, where I park for, for work and things like that. So I'm just like, you just never know. After three years, if you pop up, you never know when you can pop up again. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. listen, be safe. First and foremost, be safe. If you know something's not right, then it's not right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All Thank right, you. Mama. Good luck. Bye. Be very careful. All right. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, you could call her at any time. Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes. Let's talk about Jay-Z. Find out what made him cry tears of joy on the David Letterman, My Guest Needs No Introduction show that's going to air on Friday. All right. Rumors next. is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. So we're getting all amped up for the Netflix show. My guest needs no introduction with David Letterman. It's going to come on April 6th. And Jay-Z is going to be on that day. Now he talks about in another clip that's been released, uh, his crying when his mom confessed that she was in love with another woman. Check it out. For my mother to have to live as someone that she wasn't and hide and like protect her kids and didn't want to embarrass her kids. And, you know, for all this time and for her to sit in front of me and tell me, I think I love someone. I mean, I really cried. That, that's a real story. Like, I cried because I was so happy for her that she was free. This was happened eight months ago when the album was being made. Like, she just told me. I, it was like I made the song the next day. That's dope. Yeah, so uh, this is a beautiful thing. He was, mm -hmm. It was tears of happiness. Here's more of Jay-Z with David Letterman. This is when you learned your mother was gay? No, I knew, but this was the first time we had the conversation. First time you had the conversation. And the first time I heard her say uh, she loved her yeah, partner. Yeah. She said, like, I feel like she didn't even, she held that little bit back still. Yeah. She didn't say, I love, I'm in love. Yeah. She said, I feel like I love someone. And I just I cry. I, mean, I don't even believe in crying because you're happy. I don't even know what that is. For her freedom. That's right. For her being able to feel like crying because you're happy. Have I ever had tears of joy? I don't think I've ever had tears of joy. None of your kids were born? No. You didn't cry when your baby was born? No. Oh, I did. Well, I might be a sociopath. All right, Tyra Banks, she has a new book. Uh, it's called Perfect is Boring. And she wrote it with her mom, Tyra and her mama. Ten things my crazy, fierce mama taught me about beauty, booty, and being a boss. So they co-wrote it back and forth. She said she would be nowhere without mama Carolyn London's Tell It Like It Is advice. 
So if you guys want to check out that book, if you're a big fan of Tyra, mm-hmm. Perfect is Boring. All right, Meek Mill, what's going on with what the judge is saying, the reason why she's keeping him in jail? Well, Judge Denise Brinkley has filed documents explaining why she rejected his motion to get a hearing and be released from prison on bail. She said, it's deadlines. Meek's request would... Meek's request would have needed to be filed a year after his original 2009 sentence became final. But, of course, he didn't file until 2018 because his team didn't know about the police corruption scandal until just recently. And that's what the problem is. So she's going really strictly by the books on this one. This is crazy. Yeah. She also says Meek has repeatedly admitted his guilt in court to the gun and drug charges that he originally faced. And there's nothing special about his situation. She said post-sentencing bail should only be granted in exceptional cases for compelling reasons. So even if the cop was a dirty cop, it doesn't make this an exceptional case is basically what she's saying. Now, Meek Mill's attorney has told TMZ, we have never seen such vindictiveness and disregard for the law at this level. Judge Brinkley will not be able to hide her conduct from the scrutiny of appellate courts, the justice system overall, and the common sense and decency of the people of Pennsylvania and the U.S. She's consistent, boy. She's not going to let him slide for nothing. She's going to take this all the way as far as she can go. Only thing me can do at this point is his time. Just exercise, read books, come out a better person. But I'm sure it's important to him and to his lawyer to really just expose what's been happening to Absolutely. him. With the corrupt police officers mm-hmm. and the Absolutely. judge having... But guess what? It don't seem to be working. All right, and Bobby Brown. The Bobby Brown story is coming to BT. And here's what Bobby Brown had to say to allhiphop.com. It's going to start pretty early, and then it's going to go into the times when I was put out a new audition, and then it's going to go to the times when, you know, I was married to Whitney Houston. Then it's going to go to my life right now with my wife, Alicia. You see me and Alicia meet, and we were only friends, but now to be in love with this woman and to be married to this woman is, is, is something totally different from any other relationship that I've had. All right. So I'm looking forward to seeing that movie. I know we all are. Absolutely. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Now, today is MLK 50. And because of that, we're going to start the mix with some positivity. All positive, right? That's how we're going to start the mix. So get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.